Hello, With CP Podcast listeners. This is your host, Julia G of the With CP Podcast. And today I'm here with my lovely, lovely co host, Ben. And we are here to announce something very exciting. Ben, what are we here to announce? You already know. It's Ben and Julia. It's Julia and Ben. We're drinking tea. What else could it be but tea time with Ben and Julia? And it's Friday the 13th. Dun dun dun. Yo, Julia, what else is like, like, what else is, does this January episode is reminiscent? Oh my god. This, okay, so this is really interesting because Ben and I, um, we're by the University of Washington right now. We're at Tea Republic. This mm. is where Ben and I had the pivotal conversation almost exactly one year ago today, a little yeah. bit more, um, where we launched our first very natural, all organic tea time with Ben and Julia, where we talked about microaggressions. Um, and that conversation around the little wooden table with our teapot and literal tea uh, gave birth to this beautiful series called tea time with ben and julia this is the launch of our third arc and we're calling this arc why do we vote like this three question marks after that <laughs> and we'll go into a little bit about what that means later um but before that i think we should start out with people who have not heard tea time with ben and julia before uh, we always like to give a little bit of description of who we are because we recognize that you can't see us and identities and the different intersections of that is very important to this podcast. So um, I am Bin. I am 24 years old and I am a Vietnamese immigrant born in Saigon, immigrated to Tacoma and here I am now in Seattle. And hi, this is Julia speaking. Um, my name is Julia. I was born in Seattle. I was raised in West Seattle and I've been here my whole life. Um, I identify as a 20 year old, 21 year old Chinese American woman. And yeah, yeah. To those of you who haven't listened to us before, you can always go back and check out, you know, our previous Tea Time episodes. You can literally start at any arc, really. Um, but really, the point of this episode or, or this series is to explore um, who we are in CP, in this work. And at the end of the day, like, be productive about, like, the problems that we raise, right? Like, we always kind of, like, lean towards what can we do about it? We discuss a problem, what can we do about it? Are there things that, are there habits that we can change? Are there techniques that we can share? Is there anything that we can do differently or more of? That's where the conversations tend to go with, with our episodes. Exactly, um, you're, you're spot on. <clears throat> and so just a little bit of um, an explainer for how we came to this third arc, why do we vote like this? Um, for those of us who have and have not listened to us, we'll just provide a quick recap of some of our, our former two arcs. So arc one, um, Ben and I explored a lot of individualized issues. Um, we explored what it's like being Asian Americans facing microaggressions. We responded to white comfort. Um, and then our second arc, we explored issues on a more broad, wide scale of uh, group dynamics, how Asian Americans are viewed um, as a group with the uh, exploration of the model minority myth. And then that's kind of how we've arrived at this third arc where Ben and I are now examining the 
Asian American vote and Asians in politics on a more national scale. So as you listen throughout our arcs, you can kind of see this scaling of the Asian American identity in the United States. So we're super excited to explore this. And um, this first episode, Ben and I will be talking about how the how voting and politics shows up in our own families. Because Ben and I, we always want to start off with an individualized view of these issues because that's who we are. We're individuals. These are our personal experiences. Um, We don't want to draw assumptions about the Asian group as a whole because it's obviously very diverse and people have different experiences. So just a little disclaimer too. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not experts, nor are we educators in these subjects, right? Only what we have to um, lean on are ourselves, our families, our stories and those that we've heard out in the field, right? Since Julia and I have both been out there talking to voters, some of them Asian American. Like, I think the challenge for this arc um, is going to be analyzing and researching like Asian American voting trends, patterns, and all of that, disaggregating what it means, you know, that Asian American vote, and then really tying it back to like our individual selves. So, we're gonna try our best. It's still gonna be fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are gonna try our best. Um, so to start, uh, I think it'd be useful to kind of explain yeah. and dive into kind of how is voting and politics seen in our family? Like, not necessarily like, we'll get into how our families vote and voted, um, but I just want to like, like how is politics seen in your family? Is yeah. it a hush-hush topic? Is it something that is encouraged to be talked about or? So this is interesting. It might go deeper than <laughs> than the question actually warrants. Um, but my family, I have um, I have two aunts. You know, like my, my mom and dad are over here. I have like my two aunts, their husbands and their kids. So there's like basically three nuclear families, right? That that are kind of where I am. And we all got our citizenship um, throughout the years, but no one, no one voted until 2026 wait no 2016 my bad my bad y'all 2026 2016 i was gonna say 2020 but then my head was like wait no that's the other year so my mouth didn't move as fast 2016 y'all president donald trump was elected that was the election in which my family voted for the first time before then politics um i think was seen as messy Mm -hmm. it was seen as like choosing a side right Mm -hmm. Like, like you pick one or the other and that will cast a label on you and labels, I think, draw attention or like draw questions and conversations that either they didn't want to have or couldn't have. So politics is not like hush hush as much as it is don't like we don't do it. Like we don't do politics. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I have a very similar experience. Um, I got my mom to vote in the... in the 2020 election for the first time Um, my mom's been a citizen for like 10 plus years already and uh, she wasn't even registered to vote so uh, it was through my work at common power and my um, me recognizing the importance of voting that uh, ultimately led me to encourage my mom to register and actually cast a ballot Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah no definitely like my family sees voting the same way where it's like 
politics is messy. We don't do politics. Ah, uh, I don't. No, no, we don't talk politics. We don't talk politics. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's not hush hush. It's just like really, really discouraged to talk about. And and I think like for um, I don't know for my family like. My parents are immigrants from China, and I don't know. In China, you just you just don't talk about politics because you will literally get disappeared.、Um, oh, so that's very similar to Vietnam too. Yeah. So it、um, was. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Like just like that. There's just like a lot of cultural memories、mm. around like political suppression. Around like we. I mean, my parents' generation came very fresh off of a war, right? And the crackdown that came along with that. So. Their move to the U.S. was not like fleeing anything. It wasn't like seeking greater freedom or that. It was just pure economics, and they carried themselves with.、Uh, they carried with themselves the idea that politics could get you killed. Yeah. Because it does. It it totally does. It very much does. I think、yeah. the the freedom to speak, the freedom to vote that is、um, promised in the U.S. is honestly it's it's a luxury. It's a privilege、um, that is not unfortunately present in many Asian countries. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think the other factor here too, why we don't really talk politics, is because we don't have the language for it.、Mm. At least that's what I think. Yeah, like I think all of my like my cousins, you know, I'm I'm the oldest of the cousins,、um, and my younger cousins are about to be ready to vote, and they do te- lean liberal because that's like that's kind of like what what it is, right? But can my Can children talk to their parents about politics if they can't even speak to them about their day in that language? Yeah, you know, right? Like, like there's like that very real language loss that prevents you from having hard, difficult conversations that can like sway someone, right?、Um, or explain why this matters to you. And I think that's actually one of the saddest things、um, when I see politics play on my family is that we have no way of talking about it. I think in addition to the language barrier, it's 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 a lack of education, like a, like a formal education. At least for my family, because it's like my grandma literally, my dad's mom, my grandma has. I think after fifth grade, like the highest level of education that she has is fifth grade. So、mm-hmm. it's like, how can、um, for my family, it's like how can we talk about these complicated issues of. Economics or healthcare or、um, I don't know these big picture topics. If you don't one, you don't have the language abilities, and two, you you just don't have the knowledge or education to talk about it. Right. Yeah. 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 A little bit of both. Um, um, this got real depressing, real yeah, quick. Yeah, sorry.、Uh, <laughs> it's just not that bad. I promise. We're a lot better now. But we're like talking about our grandparents' age. You know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like in later episodes, we're gonna dive into like the strong Asian activism, like political activism、right. that that has been in this country and in our communities for a hot minute. But our families recently immigrated. Yeah. It's is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, and don't get me wrong. My family is very educated now. My parents both got <laughs> master's degrees. My mom's a CPA. Like, don't come for me, okay? But like, seriously, like, these are just some factors that result in、um, and politics. Why it's so、yeah. difficult? Why、yeah. when we go to a door and it's an Asian American family,、um, it's a lot harder to engage. Yeah, straight up, it's just a lot harder to engage. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Okay, so we've dived a little bit into the 
how our families see voting um, as a whole concept. Um, let's talk about how our families vote. Oh yeah, that changed a lot since 2016. Yeah. yeah. I think, you um, so like my family, I'm gonna talk about my mom and dad. My family um, was catalyzed by Donald Trump and his cat. Is this still recording? Yeah, it is. Oh, thank God. Yeah, okay. it's still recording. Oh my gosh. My phone. You want to you wanna, you wanna enter no. your password? And I mean, yep, it's still recording. Oh, okay. we got two live listeners. Ooh, okay. Let's All do right. it. Wait, there may be four, three. Uh, no, what doesn't matter. We have three live um, listeners. That's so cool. Okay. All right. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, so like the president. The presidential campaign of Donald Trump really catalyzed my parents, not because of who he is, but what he ran on. Like, and like the way that um, he went at it, like it spoke to my father in a way that other candidates didn't because my father, um, the themes of, of security, safety and crime really resonated with him as someone who has fought hard to keep his family safe and secured in like this completely new country. So um, those messages resonated as well as like the anti-Chinese um, rhetoric that came around too. All of that kind of aligned with my father and it like pushed him to vote for the first time ever since becoming a citizen. That's wild. Um, my mom too, you know, was listening to news now, like, like more news, especially with um, protests and human rights and stuff like that. So she has a much more moderate view on things. But she was of the mind that, like, I don't vote. You know, even if her political leanings was more strong, she the practice of voting meant making it permanent and reported and could tie back to her and all of that stuff. So she just rather she just stay away from it. Now, though, I've been trying to get them into a regular habit of voting. And good, good. Yeah, like, you know, it, like, it's not just 2016, you know, it's like midterms too, like things, special elections, things that come up every year in Washington, stuff like that. I try to, to at least get them to go through the ballot. And my dad just votes down ballot Republican. Because like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but somewhere between 2016 and 2020, um, there was like a shift between like I vote on issues and I vote Republican. And we can, ex I, and I want to explore that more a little later too, but that that happened. My mom is like, I don't want to vote for a person. It doesn't matter who's at the top. It's all going to be the same. They're all corrupt. They don't care about us. So I was like, mom, can you at least vote on a levy? Like if I translate this levy, would you vote on it? Yeah. <laughs> and so little itty bitty baby steps, but at least they're voting now. That's really good. Yeah. Good job. Good work, Ben. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, for my family, um, well, it's complicated because my dad's not a U.S. citizen. He does not, he's not eligible to vote, can't register to vote, so he's out of the picture. Um, and my mom is a U.S. citizen, and like I mentioned, I got her to register to vote for the first time in 2020. Um, and she did cast a ballot in that election. And um, every election since then, she has not cast her ballot. And every time my ballot comes in the mail, I... I, I like go home and I ask my mom like hey did you vote um, for example in this most recent elections um, in the fall I asked my mom she she voted and my mom's a businesswoman okay she's very career focused focused she's busy and so when I asked my mom did you vote she said I'm busy <laughs> I'm too busy to vote um, and I don't think my mom realized she lives in Washington State it's literally like one of the easiest states to vote in yeah yeah and it's still for her She's too busy to vote. 
So I, I printed out her ballot for her and I brought it to her and I'll, I dropped it off for her. I literally like, I, I don't know. I, I made it literally, I cushioned her vote, like literally however I could to make it super easy. Um, but yeah, I think my mom has the same attitude. It's just like, it doesn't matter who I vote for. Everybody at the top is the same. Um, and even when I do tell my mom to vote, she's like, just tell me who you voted for and I'll just vote the same that's way you That's literally do. what my mom said. She's my like, mom was like, why don't you just fill it out for me? And I'm like, that's voter fraud, That's dude. wrong. That's also like on principle, something I would never do, even if it was illegal, right? Like, <laughs> yes, I would never fill out the ballot for my mom, okay? Like, <laughs> and like, that's not the piece of purpose of your vote. <laughs> Anyway, nah. Anyway, yeah, I do think it's just like, I think it's um apathy, what yes. I've experienced in my household. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting. So my dad, I mentioned that he's not a U.S. citizen. He can't, he's not eligible to vote. Does not mean he does not have strong political opinions though. But my dad is very swing. He's very swing. Mm -hmm. Some days he'll be like, yeah, you know, like Trump was kind of good for our country. And the other days he'll be like, wow, Trump is a racist. Well, this is our podcast, so we can swear. Trump is a racist motherfucker. And I'm like, so how do you really feel? Like, how do you really feel? And I oh, think yeah, that's- Oh, I took all the tea, so Oh, okay. you're fine. Okay. I think that's something that we'll explore in this arc, is that a lot of Asian voters kind of swing. We swing a lot. We swing, swing, we swing, swing. so hard. We swing like, we don't even swing like based on the person. We also swing by like how we break down ethnicity-wise exactly. or like, nationality. Um, and even then, like how like the relationship that we have with the U.S. swings us too, mm. um, historically. So overall, why do we vote like this, right? That's literally yeah. What we're that's the to name of the arc. Why do we vote like this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I think kind of continuing on with like where how how does voting show up to our in our family? That apathy is very very real. Like even my cousins, you know, my liberal leaning cousins who know the importance of voting, like they just can't bring themselves to vote. Mm. Like I, I literally banged on my sister's head with her ballot. Like, like I bonked her <laughs> on the head with her ballot. I was like, you need to vote. And she procrastinated so hard that she forgot the date it was due and was, and she, Aww. she missed it. I know. So That's I so think, sad. I think next time I just need to do like a cousin movie night and have all of us who can vote, vote before we can watch a movie. Right. Anyway, it is difficult. Yeah. I think like, I don't know. Do you think this is like, do you think that apathy towards voting, is that like, a, is that specific to Asians or do you think like, that's just like a nationwide trend right now. Are voters apathetic? Are voters tired? I don't think so. Like the the interesting the, the voter turnout that has that we had in the midterms, and then the runoffs, and now in Virginia Beach too. Mm. That uh for the the Virginia special election that just happened, um, like voter turnout was high. Mm. Gen Z voter turnout is like has high. been really high, right? So I don't think it's like voter apathy, like nationwide. Mm. You know. I think there's still apathy, of course. I think it's more prevalent with Asian American uh, families too, at least mine. Mm -hmm. But I think overall, what we've seen is that people know that this matters and people do turn out to vote more yeah. than they have been. Yeah. yeah. Then why are we witnessing like such struggle with getting our own families to vote? Why are you bonking your sister up ahead? Why am I, I know. like ex Ubering my mom's ballot to the box? like? That's really interesting. Right? Like, there's just something, there's something about it. I think there's, 
Like my instinct is that tension of wanting to fit in, mm. of like let's not rock the boat, and what's more, and what's more divisive right now than picking a side in politics? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the let's not rock the boat is very. Let's, let's not rock, rock the oh boat. Okay, oh my Julia. god. No, I was gonna say let's not rock the boat, but <laughs> there we go. Let's not rock the boat. <laughs> I think like, I think that. Mindset is very prevalent in my household, at least. Talking about my family, yeah. like, why? Yeah, why would you talk? Don't talk about politics with people. Like, you're just gonna like cause drama or like, oh, I don't know. Let's not talk about like the economy and our views on it right now. Like, let's let's just keep things peaceful. Sure. And I think like a fault of what I've personally witnessed in the Asian American community is like complacency. It's like, oh, let's not, let's let's like not speak up.、Yeah. Let's just be. I don't know. We like we give up. We give up a part of like our voice, a part of our agency,、um, to live more comfortably. Yeah, to assimilate. Yeah, to, to be live more, more accepted in American society. Yeah,、um, and so that's that's the current state. That's, yeah, that's where we are. That's why we're curious. This arc, as you may have gathered, is going to be much more. Research. Yeah, <laughs>、like, we're not just gonna be spewing、um, our personal stories, but th- we、right. want to do more research. Yeah,、um, we'll be bringing more research about the Asian American vote in these episodes, and we'll be talking about it with you. Yep. So every episode, we're gonna、um, take a little bit of what we learned,、mm-hmm. and then teach each other, and then kind of like dissect what that means in our lives and where how it fits into how we see our ourselves and、mm. our families. Um, some of the themes that you'll see in the upcoming episodes will be again that like why is it really a desire to assimilate?、Mm. Is it do we vote issue based and we don't really tend partisan? How does radicalization happen so quickly? I'd also、right? be curious to see how、um, yeah do Asians vote more issue based? Are we attached to certain people? Like Or, yeah, like let's yeah, yeah. say like I don't know if an Asian guy ran for <laughs> president. I think the Asian community would come out in droves. Andrew Yang is the closest we've got. Yeah, yeah. Right.、Um, um, but I think it'd be interesting to see like what issues do Asian Americans care about. Right. And we touched on this、um, in our second arc too. Like we、mm. tend to go for financial security.、Yeah. We don't tend to go for political power. Yeah. And yeah. So we'll be exploring like when we do advocate for political power. What circumstances were that under? What were we trying to achieve, and who was doing it? Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Before we end the episode, let's let's touch on that real quick.、So、like, what issues does your family care about when it comes to voting? You can think like twenty sixteen, twenty twenty, hundred percent. Like right now, right now, yeah. Crime. 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 Like、mm. my dad is super concerned about safety.、Mm. Super concerned about like the security of like, and it's all levels. It's like security of the borders, security of the town, security of the neighborhood. But that's weird because like your parents are immigrants too. Why are they? Why are they anti? But like the thing is that、like, they were the right immigrants, and I have that in quotation marks,、mm. you know. And and the, that's just just another thing. That's、right? another thing. Yeah. Yeah.、Exactly. And like my mom is really concerned about inflation. Like、mm. she doesn't. She wants to be able to have her money. Yeah, you know that—that's what they care about—is taxes, inflation, security, which are all Republican talking points. Ooh,、And、that's the tea. All seem to be based around basic needs. Ooh, <laughs> sheesh, that's crazy. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I think my family's worried about the economy. I think they're worried about crime, and I think they're worried about like safety. Yep. Like, like on the most recent, like even just like elections here in Seattle, there was a levy to、um, improve like. 
levy to increase property tax to um, invest some of those funds into improving our local environment. Mm. And I voted like, heck yeah, raise the property taxes. Maybe because I don't own real estate. But my, <laughs> my mom read that and she's like, oh my God, no more taxes. She voted no. <laughs> That's so interesting. There was like, there was a levy in, um, cause we vote down in Tacoma, yeah. Pierce County. Um, and there was a levy to uh, increase taxes for like this uh, mental health service. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, and then my mom was like, yes because she thinks that like this will offset crime oh interesting. so like these issues also like play with each other too yeah. i think that's so interesting because i feel like in my experience in my family's like mental health isn't <laughs> but then mm. for your mom to vote for something that's pro mental health yeah. because it benefits safety right because she also grew up in uh in a family with a lot of PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, war. Interesting. War. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See? So she understands a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, see, even, see, listeners, even between me and Ben, there's so much like difference <laughs> in our families, okay? Um, yeah. Yeah. We can't, like, we gotta be careful not to put ourselves in a box because even between you and me, that's right. We're very similar. We're yeah. also very different. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Yep. That was um, episode one of Tea Time with Ben and Julia. We're super excited to bring you following episodes in coming days, but um, we'll, we'll hear from you soon. Yep. See you next month. See you. Also, happy Lunar New Year. Lunar Ooh. New Year falls on January 22nd this year. Don't hit up your people. Let them hang out with their families and stuff. Like, just let them chill. It's a time about going home and relaxing. Yes. Yep. All right. Take All care. Right. Bye.